Bernie Radio, 103.9 FM, just after 9 o'clock. Good morning. Coming up at 9.30 is Building Texas with Justin McKenzie. But thank you for making your appointment to hear this inspiring show, God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. Hi, I'm Ashley Pfeiffer, and since 1916, Kendall County Abstract's goal is to be the premier title company in Kendall County. Kendall County Abstract provides real estate closing services and title insurance to both individuals and businesses. All work and research are done in-house. So when you have questions and want high-quality service, Kendall County Abstract is ready to help. Call 830-816-2131 or find us at kcac.net. Discover a new perspective, God and our dogs, GodandOurDogs.com. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories told on the show leave us with a deeper understanding of Christ's love for us, our value to Him, God's purpose for our lives and belonging to his family. Our own dog stories even come to mind, revealing aha moments and help us see scripture in action with our dogs and God. Go to GodInOurDogs.com and sign up for insider news so you can catch all the updates. Click follow on the God In Our Dogs pages on social media. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on YouTube. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, including Wagmore Pet Resort, Frost Bank, and Lover and Law. Thanks to our host, Tusculum Brewing Company on Bernie's Historic Main Street, a great place to enjoy family food and Tusculum craft beer. Tusculum Brewing welcomes our dogs too. Our guest today is Yvette Rania who is the Executive Director of the Bernie Education Foundation and Bernie ISD Community Partnerships. She is creative, collaborative, and a confident wife, mom, and community leader. Best of all, her dog would introduce her as pup person. I love that, Yvette. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me. Such nice alliteration. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, Yvette, tell us about... Your experience with dogs while you're growing up. My family has always loved dogs. I, we are definitely a dog family. And my first dog, I was probably about four years old, and his name was Flipper, and he was a black Labrador. We love black labs here on God and Our Dogs. They're wonderful. Just so tame and so loving. And I have three siblings, so we all just loved on this dog. We played with him. We could play fetch with him. And we had him for a good 10 to 12 years, and then he ran away. Aww. But he was wonderful for that time of just growing up, and as I was headed into my teens, he was a really great dog. And my brothers, they're about 10 years older than me, and we ended up getting another dog that my brother brought home. It was a wiener dog, and his name was Beanie. I just love that. Beanie Weenie. <laughs> 
I know. What a good sense of humor. <laughs> I know. That is, it's a brother dog for sure. Oh, definitely. <laughs> he was so funny, a sweet little dog. And it was nice to experience life with both a big dog that was very tame and then a little dog that was just all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dachshunds can be really either really tame and quiet or they just rule the roost. (laughs) Yes, he was one to definitely rule. And growing up, he was just like a fun dog. And so we had him until he passed away. So that was our first experience of a dog passing. But I think being a little bit older and understanding like there is loss, but there's so much life that we can have with them was really enjoyable growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Loss is the price of love, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And also you lost your other dog in kind of an unusual way. So that was a, a lot of sadness for a child, wasn't it? Yes. That was, it was tough for all of us because at the, around the same time, since my brothers were older, they were headed to college. And so it was just like, gosh, we had a lot of loss of just time mm-hmm. and memories, but we were happy that it was a good first dog experience. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, it must have been a great experience because you wanted your family to have a dog as well. Tell us how all that came about. Right around the time of COVID, when everything was shut down, everything was happening, we have two younger boys and we were just like, we really need to get out and about physical activity. What can we do around our neighborhood and as a family together? And they were just like at a time in their lives where I felt being responsible for another family member Mm -hmm. would be good for them. How old were they? One of them was about 10 and the Mm -hmm. other one, he was about seven. Oh, that's a great age to start introducing that into your family, isn't it? Yes. And this is their first pet. We've had a fish here and there, but they're gone within about a year or two. But having a dog, I just always feel like every boy wants a dog Mm -hmm. and they definitely did. And so I started a search online because I knew we wanted a rescue. Mm. We did want to get a dog that was a little bit older because we're just a working family and we're, my husband and I were going to be headed back to work. And it was close to Christmas time. And I know that's probably like the rule, like you don't just get it for the gift. And I had been looking for four months though. So I knew it wasn't just for Mm -hmm. the gift of it. Mm -hmm. We really wanted to provide a nice family life to a dog. And I found at the Bernie H-E-B, They were going to have a rescue called a doggy for you Mm -hmm. there. And I had, I saw a picture online and the description of him was exactly what we were looking for. And so we went to go visit him and they said, okay, you can take him for a walk around in a circle. And then if you decide to have him fill out the application and he'll be ready to go. And we got, we just got him out of the crate He didn't even need a circle, and we knew we loved him. Oh, isn't that sweet? Yeah. I want to go back a little bit, because you told me before the show that your dad had a really neat relationship with stray dogs. They used to follow him home. So that kind of must have inspired you to want to adopt a rescue. Yes. My dad, he was actually a mailman. Uh So he had a lot of dog relationships. I bet he did. (laughs) Definitely. And thankfully, they were all good. Oh, good. (laughs) And he not only had friends of the neighbors, but also probably every dog in our neighborhood that he delivered to. Mm -hmm. And so with that, many times these strays would just follow him home. Uh And I asked him just the other day, I said, Dad, tell me about that. Could we have really had 
many more dogs growing up because yeah but at one point your mom said it's either you or the dogs plural <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah oh that's fun that's fun so that's neat it came full circle into your life and as an adult bringing a rescue into your home yes and my dog and uh, my dad actually have a great relationship oh, because I'm like he's a lover of strays and and Sawyer went right to him and and welcomes him every time he comes to our home oh that's so fun what kind of dog is Sawyer So Sawyer is a mix for sure. I believe he's like part terrier, rat terrier, and then part Jack Russell because he's a very intelligent dog. Yeah, I've had Jack Russells in our family and they can be a handful sometimes because they're so active and they're so smart. Yeah, and he's probably not as active. That's why I feel like there's a good amount of terrier in him Mm -hmm. because he, I don't know, it's like he molds to our family. So if we're, if the boys are active, but if we're calm and watching a movie he will just like be sound asleep like on the couch so it's really nice yeah very cool tell us a little bit about how your sons started interacting with Sawyer when we first got Sawyer they I had to teach them a lot about like how to care for him and his needs and really understanding being gentle with him because Sawyer came to us with a lot of anxiety Mm. And I've never had an anxious dog myself. And I did some research to figure things out. And the rescue place that we got him from, they did say that he came from a family where they were getting a divorce. And he did, he was originally born in a rescue. Oh, wow. And then they had adopted him. And then he was placed back into a rescue after they got a divorce. So he's just been in and out of rescues. And so... It really was a challenge for us, our family, our children, to really get him to warm up to us, to know that we're really a safe space for him and that we are just here to show him love. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know you had a lot of experience trying to get him to adjust to your family, and there have been some wonderful outcomes. But before we talk about that, I want to tell you and our listeners a little bit about one of our wonderful sponsors, and that's Kendall County Abstract. Kendall County Abstract has been our family's title company for 60 years. Whether a simple or complex transaction, Kendall County Abstract provided our family and our businesses the best service in both real estate closing and title insurance. Kendall County Abstract will do the same for you. When you need a title company, Ashley and the Kendall County Abstract team are there to serve. Call 830-816-2131 or visit online at kcac.net. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when you see them. Branscombe Law, the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning, Kendall County Abstract, and Tusculum Brewing. Because of them, we have a wonderful website, GodandOurDogs.com, including my blog and the sign-up for a weekly thought to ponder with stories based on my dogs on the Want a Treat page. You can also listen to those thoughts to ponder Thursday morning at 745 and 845, on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM or the Bernie Radio app. Check out the show webpage for our newsletter updates and resources. That's godinourdogs.com for lots of treats. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. 
I'm Joe Davis with Branscombe Law, and this is God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. We are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Joining us today is Yvette Renya, the Executive Director of the Bernie Education Foundation and Bernie ISD Community Partnerships. She is creative, collaborative, and a confident wife, mom, and community leader. Best of all, her dog would introduce her as a pup person. Thanks so much for being with us, Yvette. Thank you. Before we took a little break, you were telling us about adding Sawyer to your family. So what do you think has been the biggest factor in Sawyer adjusting to life in a family? I think we just provided him with so much love mm-hmm. and so much patience. It reminds me of when what we've learned in the Bible of be not afraid. Mm. And we wanted to teach him that. Not be afraid of things like a toy and because he was afraid. Isn't that interesting? Yes. For about nine months, he was afraid of toys. He just reacted, ran away, growled. He got very upset. And then we just worked with him to know, like, these things are gentle, play with them. And then he started, like, learning that, but it was over time. It took him about three months to put his head on our lap. Wow. It took him about six months to lick our face and, like, let us know that I think he loved us or maybe he wanted to go outside. One time I was actually fearful because he had always slept in a ball. Mm -hmm. And he had stretched out and he was sleeping so wide that I went to Google to go look it up. And I was like, oh, my God, is he okay? Because he was breathing. I thought he was okay. But I found out that when he sleeps like that, all spread out, it was because he was, like, comfortable and at peace with our family. Oh, isn't that marvelous? Yes. Yeah. Was it hard for your boys at 7 and 10? Was it hard for them to understand that Sawyer needed a little extra help? I think it was hard for them to understand that he wasn't just like a dog in a cartoon, Mm. that you can just throw a stick and he's going to go chase after it. Like it's going to take some patience with him. So it even helped like our boys like just have empathy and show compassion. And if they, like brothers will do, they might get in a little argument over this and that. They actually calmed it down because they didn't want him to experience any added anxiety to what he was already feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How cool is that? Because it's unusual for young kids to start learning those lessons that the world's not just about you. What a neat way to learn. A surprise. Yes. It was a pleasant surprise because I've really seen like that we work as a family to not upset him, not alarm him, not startle him because there were many times we leave the house and he was just shaking, petrified. But we told him we're coming back and we kissed him on the head and we would go around all of us kissing him on the head as we left out the door to go to school or work mm-hmm. because we want just to assure him that we'll be back later on today. Mm-hmm. So what do you think contributed to him learning how to trust you? I feel like just speaking sweetly to him, I think the sense of touch, really just treasuring our time with him without distractions. Because I think there's many times, even as people, we can like have our phones on, but then have a conversation with someone, but we're really not connecting with them. Mm -hmm. But I think taking that time to connect with Sawyer was like a game changer in our family because it brought him along and you could see these changes and this confidence develop in him that he started to trust us. Mm -hmm. 
How do you think that informs our relationship with God? I think leaning on God is what we should all do. And what I try to do, and we try to instill that in our boys as well. When you are not feeling confident about something, trying to solve a problem, worried about something, lean on God for the answers. We will be able to raise them as long as we can, but we also want them to turn to God when they need to and when they worry and have fear because he'll always be by their side. Do you think that seeing how Sawyer has learned to trust them will help them learn how to trust other people? Yes, because I think they've learned so much about patience and time, and it's something that needs to be built. But it really helps to like when two people are working at it together to get to a point that they can like build that trust, build that time together to grow. And I don't know that they knew that before we had Sawyer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting that they've been able to see over the last several years a transformation. Do you think they realize that? Has it happened so gradually that maybe they don't? They realized it because there were just moments that I think they were just like screaming with joy as boys of, oh my God, mom, he let me. He let me touch his head. He put his head on my lap. They were so excited. I just thought, gosh, that's a little thing that I think if we had gotten any other dog that was maybe from a puppy, that it would have been a different experience than really feeling that we're working towards something and we're working towards it as a family. That's really a cool thing. I hadn't thought about that as a family relationship, working towards a goal together. Mm -hmm. What do you think that says about community? I think it says that for all of us, right, we're not in this alone And we shouldn't isolate ourselves because uh, we can lean on each other and turn to each other in times of need. And I think it's just, there's so many of us here that can help each other out. And I think a lot of it is like patience, trust, um, really leaning into that um, to just, you know, checking in on each other. You know, um, it's said that We belong to God's family. Do you think that this experience has helped them understand that family is bigger than just your immediate core family? Yes, because I think that they've seen that it wasn't just us that made something like this possible. They, I think they feel now that like it was destiny that he was put into our lives when he was put into our lives because we were all, I think, feeling isolated and alone because we were just coming out of COVID. Mm -hmm. And then they were like getting out into the world. And it was then right after, if you remember, that February, right after COVID happened, right? So we got him in December. That February was the big snow apocalypse. Oh, yes, that's right, right. And I went back and I was looking through my phone and I saw videos of our time with him. And I was like, this might be his first time in snow. This Uh might be his first experiences. And so that was a whole nother. We had no electricity for five days. We had no water for four days. We were melting ice wherever we could. It was such a different time. And so they learned so much about, I think, coming together. And they saw members of our community coming together at the same time. Uh Because we had a lot of needs going on if we need blankets and bottled waters and things like that. So we were all coming together and at the same time welcoming 
our little Sawyer in the, uh-huh. into the family. Yeah. Wow, what a neat experience. A little scary, but for kids growing up, that's very formative, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so neat. It's so interesting to see how so many aspects of what this show is all about can be seen in this relationship. Not only do you have all the time that you spent with Sawyer individually and as a family and how that related to growing in trust together and how it transformed your family, but you see how love plays out and so many other fruit of the spirit actually play out in that relationship with Sawyer. Yes, it's been just a wonderful journey with him and we treasure our time with him so, so much and we still just like love on him just as much as we always have. He's really like a gift for us. Yeah, I can't wait to hear more from you when I see you out in the community about how Sawyer is coming along through the years, so it'll be fun. I can't believe how fast time goes when we're talking about two wonderful subjects, God and our dogs. Before you leave today, I want you to tell us a little bit about what you do. First of all, tell us about the community partnership aspect of what you do. Absolutely. So I work over at Bernie ISD and I love it. I've been there about five years. Mm -hmm. So I have a dual role there. One of them is handling community partnerships for our district. So I really go out and seek out partnerships for not only like our entire school district, but also for our employees. There's a lot of amazing um, companies in town that give them discounts and deals, which is awesome, and they love Mm -hmm. that. Uh, But also partner with our school district, and maybe they sponsor lunches for our teachers and um, different things for our students. And we've had coat drives and sock drives and things like that where we have a need. There's so many members of the community that help us out with that. Oh, that's awesome. And so tell us about Bernie Education Foundation. So the Bernie Education Foundation has a board of about 20 people. They're volunteers and community members. They're all parents within the district, which is wonderful. I'm their executive director, and we have a lot of events and campaigns throughout the year to raise money for every student, every teacher, and every school in Bernie ISD. And you give lots of grants, don't you? We do. Each year, we give around over 400000 almost $500,000 a year into our schools in the form of teacher grants. We also give out a gift card for school supplies for every single teacher so that there's not a barrier for a kid to learn. Oh, that's cool. Yes. And then we do campus initiatives, which is awesome. So there might be some additional items or projects that our campuses are working Mm -hmm. on. And so they can also have funds to be able to afford those items. That's so cool. You must have a huge part of your budget fundraiser coming up. Tell us about that. We do. It's our Rock On fundraiser, and this year the theme is Deep in the Heart of Bernie, Texas. So it's coming up on March 23rd. That's a Saturday night, and we have tickets and tables available. And so you can head to our website, and that'll be bernieisd.net slash BEF, or if you could follow us on Facebook, we're at Bernie Education Foundation. Mm-hmm. That's such a fun event. And what I love about it is how much you get the students involved, not only in producing items for the auctions, but they're also very active that night with the fundraising. Yes. Yeah, so we have them. They're helping us as servers. They're helping us as greeters. They're just a wonderful addition to have there. And then our live auction is unlike anything I've ever seen. It is a live auction performance. 
And so if we're like giving away a trip to New Orleans as a live auction item, they're coming out with Mardi Gras beads and giving them out to the crowd and maybe Mm -hmm. even some King's cake. Mm -hmm. So it's so much fun because they're all into it and their parents are in the audience and so many businesses in the community are in the audience. It's a really wonderful event. That's great. And so how would people find you on the internet? So if they head to our website, that's BernieISD.net, they'll find me under Community Partnerships and also under the Bernie Education Foundation. Okay, so that would be a tab on the website. It is. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Yvette, thank you so much for joining us today on God and Our Dogs. Thank you. It's great to have you. Before we close the show, I'd like to leave with a thought to ponder. And yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Our family has Bullet, the rescue dog. I wish he could tell us his story so that we can understand the trauma he experienced before joining us. How blessed we are that God will always listen to our trauma stories and work with us to bring healing. I ponder, what story should I share with God today? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, including Jody Dillman with Pampered Chef, Wound Local, Wagmore Pet Resort, Ruben Cardenas with State Farm Insurance. This is Meg Greer, and you've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and social media pages. Sign up for insider news on GodInOurDogs.com. Subscribing and following help the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Hi, I'm Ashley Pfeiffer, and since 1916, Kendall County Abstract's goal is to be the premier title company in Kendall County. Kendall County Abstract provides real estate closing services and title insurance to both individuals and businesses. All work and research are done in-house. So when you have questions and want high-quality service, Kendall County Abstract is ready to help. Call 830-816-2131 or find us at kcac.net. Children's Story Time. The Patrick Heap Library is open today from 10 to 4. This is Bernie Radio.